Welcome back to the Family Business Podcast. My name is Andrew Poncho Glover, and I'd like to say to our viewing audience and listeners, Happy New Year to everybody, to everybody that joined us last year. We have a lot of new things that are going to be happening on the family business this year. One, two, three. I know beats like ABC. I come up, they hate to see. I may believe till they believe. I came up to major leagues. Say you blind, but wait and see. That's so easy. One, two, three. Your ABC from A to Z. Back to rap, so won't miss. Uh, heard the beat and I kissed. Uh, sing a lot, but I switched. Yeah, bet you rappers so pissed. Uh, now I'm high up at the stars. Yeah, I'm on the path up to Mars. Yeah, told me I wouldn't get far. Yeah, how you like with these bars? Yeah, how this kid fit so authentic? Uh, why did I live? Did I set it? Yeah, flow is too sick, need a medic. Uh, lies so corny, let's dead it. Yeah, I just prove what I do. Yeah, they was talking, no cruise. Yeah, beat is on and I cruise. Yeah, vibe is lit in my cruise. Yeah, one, two, three. I know beats like ABC. I come up, they hate to see. I may believe till they believe. I came up to major leagues. Say you blind, but wait and see. That's so easy. One, two, three, your ABC from A to Z. Uh, uh. We're going to have a lot of different guests. And uh, I'd like to say, first of all, that Alex, our usual host, is not with us right now. She's in off season, but she will be joining us when they start back up practice to enlighten us on what goes on behind the scenes. We're getting ready for the volleyball season. But today, I have my son, Andrew Poncho Glover, Andrew P.J. Glover. He is here today to visit with us, let us know about him, what he did, the sports he played in, how he's been impacted by it, and what goes on in the locker room and on the field. P.J., welcome to the Family Business Podcast. We're glad to have you. Introduce yourself to our listening and viewing audience, please. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew P.J. Glover. I am the son of Poncho Glover. Um, right out of high school, I signed to Southern University in Baton Rouge, which is HBCU, which, if you don't know, is the rival school of my father. You know, you know, it's funny how things work out sometimes like that, but hey, God works in mysterious ways. I ended up leaving that school and I transferred to Fullerton College uh, in 2017. And in 2017, we were fortunate enough to win the national championship and go 13-0 and and be ranked the best junior college in California that year. And then the following 2018, I was also fortunate enough to be joined by my brother and then also go undefeated again for the first undefeated back-to-back seasons in school history. After that, I was uh, fortunate enough again that God blessed me and he sent me to um, Ottawa University in Arizona where I earned a two-year scholarship and I played my two years out and now I'm finishing up school there. So you've been very successful at playing the game of football. So what, when did you started playing football first and what inspired you to want to know more and participate in the game? I've always wanted to play football from a young age. Um, My father, you never really let me, you said it was always going to make me hungry. And I think there is um, a lot of truth to that always watching all my friends out there and all the kids out there just playing ball. And I'm always just begging to play ball, but you knew what you were doing and you were protecting uh, my well-being and my mental health. And um, as I get older, I I appreciate that. And I thank you for that because um, I'm 25 years old, about to be 26, never had any major surgeries, never really had any major injuries. I mean, it's, it's been a blessing. So 
I really didn't start playing football until seriously till high school. I played a little bit in middle school, but I mean, that wasn't really organized football for real like that. Yeah, uh, I think that becoming a student athlete is is one of the most important and leadership positions that there is. And so I wanted to make sure that I impressed upon you how important it was to be a student first and earn the opportunity to be an athlete. And so I thought you would appreciate it more. And I thought I knew that at one time or another that athletics can be taken away from you or athletics are going to go away. But what you learn in that classroom is always going to be with you. And so I want to make sure that you understood that it was a great opportunity and an opportunity to be in a leadership position. And so you could go out and do your very best and be successful. But football is not the only sport that you participated in. You're also, you were also an avid basketball player and was on the basketball team, point guard, I might add, <laughs> at your school, uh, which was a private school here in Houston, Texas, the Woodlands Christian Academy. Can you give us some insight about what it was to go to that school and to prepare and to play basketball as well as football? Yeah, the opportunity to go to that school was a, that was amazing, man. I honestly look back on my uh, my high school years and my high school career, and I it was it was a big blessing um, to be able to go to school and play play three sports like yourself. You know, I didn't do it in college. You know, I'm, I'm not that great of an athlete like yourself. You know. Mr. Man of Three Seasons here, but I was able in high school to uh, accomplish playing basketball, football, and uh, field. I didn't run, but I did throw the discus and the shot put. And yeah, uh, Coach Sanford, Coach Sanford, going back to my Northland Christian days when we were kids, uh, he's just a great coach. He's a great man, and it was a great opportunity to be able to be coached by somebody like that that really cares about you as a person and not just your football abilities and things of that nature. And then also having the opportunity to be at a smaller school and be able to go uh, switch right over to basketball and then switch right over to track. And uh, yeah, I, I played point guard, but that's because I was starting out as a, as a three guard and then our point guard went down and I'm all a team player. So the coach thought I could excel in that position. So I did my best and that's what I did. But anyway, at any rate, that was a great experience at Woodlands Christian uh, I thought that, you know, it was a great academic school and I thought it would give you an opportunity to expand your territory and do other things that you like other than just playing football. And uh, I think your mother and I, we thought that a lot of those things you learn in the classroom on the basketball court and on the track would be transferable into your football game. So you go to Southern University then you end up going to Fullerton and Ottawa University, where give us a little insight about your last season, how that season felt with Ottawa, how you felt, and how you felt about your team. Uh, yeah, that, that last season at Ottawa was a, was a little weird just because you, I really wasn't with all my guys that I really came in with in that class that I was, I was recruited with just because of all the different things that was happening in the world, like COVID and everything like that. I actually left during COVID and I went back to Ottawa University to finish up my senior year just because I just, I felt like I had unfinished business there and I wanted to finish up school and everything and just, we couldn't let anything stop us. So um, that last season was, was great, man. We ended up going, um, we ended up going eight and two. We lost one regular season game. We won the conference for the second time I was there. So I'm a two-time conference champ there, the first two-time conference champ in school history. I was also part of the very first district championship and conference championship in school history. So 
I have that under my belt as well. It's just, it was a great experience, man. Just getting to travel and live in Arizona, live in Louisiana, live in Texas. It's just a really good experience to meet a lot of different people and really network myself. Yeah, and live in California as well. Fun in the sun. And uh, you have family in, in California that were able to, you know, back you up and stand in there for you whenever your uh, immediate family wasn't there. So I know, uh, you know, that was a good experience. Can you tell us a little bit about how that impacted your life, being a long way from home, from Texas all the way in California, and having uh, family, extended family members as a support system while you were adjusting to the West Coast lifestyle? Yeah, I got my I got my Uncle Joe and my Auntie Sess out there. They live out there in Carson, California. So um, <clears throat> when I first got there, he would pick me up and he would <clears> – <throat> I'm sorry. He would take me around and he'd take me to the different beaches and kind of just show me my way around. And after, you know, as we joke about it now, but after a minute, he kind of just uh, let me do my own thing. You know, he, he he showed me around for a minute. He showed me what I needed to do and where I needed to be at, where I didn't need to be at. And then after a minute, he kind of just, you know, let me do my own thing and be out here by myself. But every weekend I was over there, I'd say at least three times a month, if not every weekend. I was over at my Uncle Joe's house on the weekend. He was cooking for us. We was watching the game. You know what I'm saying? It's just a good family atmosphere, just good vibes to be around. You know what I'm saying? You are who you surround yourself with. So you surround yourself with good people and you're going to become a good person. And I think that's what happened when I went out there to California. I started surrounding myself with better people and I started becoming a better person. Yeah. For, for, to all our listeners and our viewers, uh, we've uh, got some background about you, but we have not talked about the positions you played. Could you give some of those aspiring uh, position players, offensive linemen or defensive linemen, let them know the positions you played and uh, maybe give them some insight about the preparation process for you, uh, you know, to trying to be the best that you could be at those positions? Right. Initially, when I went to Southern University, I was um I was a walk on player, and if a lot of people don't know they only at Southern University they only take two walk ons out of all the people that try out. So uh, I was living in the back of campus at the time, so I had to walk an hour to work out every morning and make sure I made it to workouts on time. And uh, I know a lot of people don't know his name, but Coach Odoms he coaches at North Fork State right now. He was a great coach at Southern University, highly talented, um, a lot of accomplishments and things of that nature. He he does not play. So if you're one minute late, I've seen people that play football on scholarship for him for three years show up just a little bit late and you've never seen him again. So just it was just the uh, the punctuality and the um, the system that we were in. It's just uh, I feel like it was really good for me. And it, it was just it wasn't the, the easiest thing to do out there in Louisiana away from your family. And then um, on top of all of that, I was I went there to play defensive line. I was learning defensive line plays. I was in the rotation for defensive line as a walk-on, so I thought things were going well. But um, somebody went down at offensive line, so they needed me to play offensive line. I stepped up. I did what I had to do, and I was one of the only traveling freshmen, not just you know, not walk on, nothing. I was one of the only traveling freshmen I got to travel with the team and go to Georgia and watch them play there, Louisiana Tech. And I just really thought that was a good experience for me, even though I didn't end up playing offensive line later in my career i just think the two uh positions really transition well yeah and and as i understand it and remember it you played both offensive line and defensive line in high school and started both ways so what what 
What kind of experience was that like, and how did that prepare you for getting ready to go to college? I feel like uh, playing multiple positions in high school just gives you a better opportunity to be seen and to express your talent because the position you go in at a lot of the times is not the position you're going to stay at, and that's not to be a discredit to you or to say you're not good enough for anything. That's just what the team needs, and if you're a team player, then you're going to step up and do what the team needs. And uh, like you always said, if you're a baller, they're going to find you. They're going to see those those different traits in you. They're going to see what you're best at. And at the end of the day, it's all about winning. And it's all about making your team happy. And that's the ultimate goal. So as long as you can go out there and do that, I feel like playing multiple positions will set you up better as being a better athlete and an all-around leader on the team as opposed to just being a one-position player and being one-dimensional. Yeah. So how do you feel about being, uh, you know, having played sports, having went to school, you're on pace, you know, to graduate real soon, you already have a degree from Fullerton, but how do you feel uh, as a role model of playing the game of football and being a student athlete, how do you feel you could best help somebody else or in the community to tell them about your the preparation process needed to uh, be not only get to the next level, but to sustain coming out of high school and going to college. What are the different principles that they need to incorporate into their lifestyle that will make it a little bit easier for them whenever they get to that next level? The two things for me were just um, consistency and never giving up. Because uh, one thing that you can be for sure that's going to happen is there's going to be trials and tribulations. And it's going to be things that knock you off your pivot. And it's going to be days you're going to look up and you're going you're gonna to tell yourself you can't do it. But if you really want to do it and that's really what's in your heart and that's really what you want to do and you want to be great at what your sport or whatever you're doing, then you just gotta you just got to get up and do it. You just can't give up. Because you can't make it there if you give up. That's how I look at it. There's no way. There's, no, there's a 0% chance you can make it to where you want to be if you give up. As long as you're still going, there's always a chance. And as long as there's always a chance, then I'm willing to take those chances every time. So our other question of the day is, would you rather get paid more to be on a bad team or would you take less to play on a really good team that goes to the playoffs? So if you if you would get paid more to be on a bad team, 0-15, 0-16 or 1-15, you get paid more money, though, or would you take less to play on a winning team that would have the opportunity to go, to win the big game? I, I would take less to be on a winning team that has the opportunity to win the big games just because when you're around a whole bunch of, uh, of losers and losing, it's just it's bad for morale, it's bad for your mental health, and, yeah, you got money, but money isn't everything, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of different ways you can make money out here besides football, so – I feel like as long as you're making good money and some money, I'd rather win. Right, right. I, I I'm a winner too, and I'd rather win. But I have I am the worst uh, when it comes to uh, winning and losing and an attitude. I have the worst attitude about losing. And I remember back in the day when I was playing uh, with the Los Angeles Raiders from '91 through '95 in LA. We used to always have family and friends come over uh, after the game if we won. We would have all kind of food and fried chicken and mashed potatoes and gravy and everything for after the game if we won. But if we did not win, I would cancel. I would cancel the after-game party because we didn't win the game. So everybody we used to always call and ask, ask mom, hey, mom, 
are we, uh, uh, Mary, are we still going to be eating after the game? And she would tell him, no, Poncho <laughs> don't want anybody to come over after the game because we lost the game. So, uh, that was part of it. That was just, that was in me. And my expectation was to win because I know that, you know, when you win, it continually get better and everybody has a good attitude. So that's it for our show today. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to the family business. We are so glad to have you with us, and we're so glad uh, to have you back in 2023. Lots of things in store, and we will be seeing you on the next episode of The Family Business. And if you stay ready, you don't, you don't have ready. to get ready. <laughs> <laughs>
Because uh, one thing that you can be for sure that's going to happen is there's going to be trials and tribulations. And it's going to be things that knock you off your pivot. And it's going to be days you're going to look up and you're going you're gonna to tell yourself you can't do it. But if you really want to do it and that's really what's in your heart and that's really what you want to do and you want to be great at what your sport or whatever you're doing, then you just got to you just gotta get up and do it. You just can't give up. Because you can't make it there if you give up. That's how I look at it. There's no way. There's, no, there's a 0% chance you can make it to where you want to be if you give up. As long as you're still going, there's always a chance. And as long as there's always a chance, then I'm willing to take those chances every time. One, two, three. I know beats like ABC. Mine come up, they hate to see. I may believe till they believe. Came up to major leagues, say you blind but wait and see. This so easy, one, two, three, or ABC from A to Z. Uh, back to rap, so I won't miss. Uh, heard the beat and I kissed. Uh, sing a lot, but I switched. Yeah, bet you rappers so pissed. Uh, now I'm high up with the stars. Yeah, I'm on the path of the Mars. Yeah, told me I wouldn't get far. Yeah, how you look for these bars? Yeah, how this kid fit so authentic? Uh, why did I live that I said it? Yeah, flow is so sick, need a medic. Uh, Lies so corny, let's dead it. Yeah, I just prove what I do. Yeah, name is Tom, but no cruise. Yeah, beat is on and I cruise. Yeah, vibe is lit in my cruise. Yeah, one, one, two, three. I know beats like ABC. Mine come up, they hate to see. I may believe till they believe. I came up to major leagues. Say you blind, but wait and see. This so easy. One, two, three. Your ABC from A to Z. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you just gonna step on your homeboy from Texas, step all over the, 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 <laughs> The dual purpose quarterback, the running and throwing quarterback in Philadelphia. You don't think that the Eagles have a chance? I think that they have a chance, but uh, the the thing I really don't like about the Eagles is how they started off so well and they just slightly have gotten worse and started to digress every week in every statistical category. And part of that has to do with definitely their quarterback being hurt. And um, I I think they're putting a lot of disrespect on Jalen Hurts' name, so I think he will go out here during this playoff run and um, make people really respect him. You know, I don't know if it's the fact that he's a running quarterback or if he's a black quarterback. I mean, we, we know what it is, but you never really know. You know what I'm saying? So I just really feel like they'll go out there and they'll give it a good run. But I, I don't I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders this year. Maybe next year. I just think he's a little too young. He hasn't been in those big situations yet. I mean, he did go to Bama. So you, you never know. I'm pulling for the brother for sure. Because I really like Jalen Hurts and I really like his story. And like I said, the only way you can not get to where you want to go is by giving up. And if anything, if anybody knows anything about Jalen Hurts, he was pushed with a lot of trials and tribulations at Alabama. Tua Tagovailoa was started over him in the national championship game at halftime. He was replaced. The next year he came back and he wasn't the starter. But instead of running, he sat behind Tua and learned and in opportunities where his team needed him, he stepped up big. And I, that really showed his uh, great character and leadership value. So I hope he does really good, but I just, I don't see them winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. The one thing about the league that, that we play in this NFL is not for long and it's a prove it league. And you have to prove to people that you can do it. It's not where you could just talk yourself up and self appoint to be one of the greatest ever and not get out there and back it up. I feel like I've been living under that umbrella, you know, my whole career. And that's what drove me to to play three sports, football, basketball, and track and field in high school and in college. And I think that I benefited from it. It has made me stronger. It has made me built out of tough fabric. And, um, you know, we're going to have some interesting things happening in 20, 
23 in reference to that G3 triathlete coming soon. We will, you know, to, you know, uh, let you know exactly how that came about, uh, what happened. And it's, it's, it was historical. And, and, uh, I just want to share that with people. I want to share it with athletes so I can encourage them. I can encourage younger athletes to not let people, um, tell them what they are and are not capable of doing. Give me an opportunity to do it on the field. Give me an opportunity to express myself, whether it's in football, uh, basketball, baseball, because somebody, you know, some people always say, if you play in AAU basketball and ah, they frown on football, you don't need to be playing football. You're going to hurt. You're a basketball player. Well, in that case, in my case, it helped me. It helped uh, make me tougher. It helped make me stronger. And uh, it helped me in a lot of coaching situations and a lot of situations in game where the game was on the line that I was able to come through. So uh, that's what the family business is all about. It's a family of athletes that utilize sports and turn it into a business on the field, off the field and in the community. So, so our other question of the day is, would you rather get paid more to be on a bad team or would you take less to play on a really good team that goes to the playoffs? So if you if you would get paid more to be on a bad team, zero and fifteen, zero and sixteen, or one and fifteen, you get paid more money though. Or would you take less to play on a winning team that would have the opportunity to go to win the big game? I I would take less to be on a winning team that has the opportunity to win the big games. Just because when you're around a whole bunch of, uh, of losers and losing, it's just it's bad for morale. It's bad for your mental health. And yeah, you got money, but money isn't everything. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of different ways you can make money out here besides football. So I feel like as long as you're making good money and some money, I'd rather win. Right, right. I, I I'm a winner too, and I'd rather win. But I have I am the worst uh, when it comes to. Uh, winning and losing and an attitude. I have the worst attitude about losing. And I remember back in the day when I was playing uh, with the Los Angeles Raiders from 91 through 95 in LA, we used to always have family and friends come over uh, after the game. If we won, we would have all kind of food and fried chicken and mashed potatoes and gravy and everything for after the game. If we won, but if we did not win, I would cancel. I would cancel the after game party because we didn't win the game. So everybody would used to always call and ask, ask mom, Hey mom, are we, uh, uh, Mary, are we still going to be eating after the game? And she would tell him, no, Pancho <laughs> don't want anybody to come over after the game because we lost the game. So, uh, that was part of it. That was just, that was in me. And my expectation was to win because I know that, you know, when you win, it continually get better and everybody has a good attitude. So that's it for our show today. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to The Family Business. We are so glad to have you with us, and we're so glad uh, to have you back in 2023. Lots of things in store, and we will be seeing you on the next episode of The Family Business. And... If you stay ready, you don't, you don't have ready. to get ready. <laughs> <laughs>
One, two, three, I know beats like ABC I come up, they hate to see I may believe till they believe I came up to major leagues Say you blind, but wait and see This so easy, one, two, three, your ABC from A to Z Back to rap, so won't miss uh, Heard the beat and I kissed uh, Sing a lot, but I switched, yeah Bitch, you rappers so pissed uh, Now I'm high up at the stars, yeah I'm on the path of the Mars, yeah Told me I wouldn't get far, yeah How you like all these bars, yeah I just kept it so authentic uh, Why did I live, did I set it, yeah Flow is so sick, need a medic uh, Lies so corny, let's dead it, yeah I just prove what I do, yeah They was talking with no crews, yeah Beat is on and I cruise, yeah Vibe is lit in my cruise, yeah one, two, three, I know beats like ABC Mine come up, they hate to see I may believe till they believe I came up to major leagues Say you blind, but wait and see This so easy, one, two, three, your ABC From A to Z uh -huh.